What do you do when you're a guy in Massachusetts and you're from New York and you're talking sports? Right here on WTBR Sports Talk. Give us a call right now at 445-4234. That's 413-445-4234. Talking sports with you here in the Brookshire's on a Tuesday. Let's go. Magic Dick from Pittsfield. <laughs> Good morning, everybody. It's 10 o'clock, and it's Tuesday morning. And once again, thank you for tuning in to WTBR Sports Talk right here on 89.7 FM. WTBR, Robbie Zucker, and uh, what a beautiful day out. It's uh, not too bad, right? It's the wintertime. This is like the best fall, I think, and kind of into winter we've had up here in the Berkshires in a long time. I've been up here about 16 years now, so... 16 years, so I hope everybody had a great Christmas holiday. I did. I had a wonderful time. Got a lot of gifts. Gave a lot of gifts. Had some really cool Christmas stories. I um, had a friend of mine give me an old guitar. As you might or might not know, I've been playing guitar. and I play in a seven-piece band. I've been playing guitar for about 46 years. And uh, So one of my friends had a guitar that her, her mother had, and she decided she wanted to give it to me. And I said, well, do you want me to fix it? So I fixed it, and uh, one of my, actually one of my friends fixed it. He did a great job, and my buddy Pete. And uh, so, so we got this beautiful guitar back, this Lyle, this Japanese guitar. And uh, my, my friend calls me. She says, do you think my mom could open it up, and I'll give it back to you? I'm like, come on, it's Christmas time. You don't, you don't give somebody to somebody and take it back. So we got this giant box that my other guitar came in, put this beautiful guitar inside of it, and, uh, and wrapped it up. And she wrapped this big box up and gave it to her mom, and she hadn't seen the guitar. She thought it was thrown out in the garbage, and uh, she started playing songs like she hadn't played for 20 years. So I'm glad she's got the guitar now. I have plenty of guitars, so uh, a really nice Christmas story of, of her mom getting back this guitar. And hopefully she has uh, many more years of joy with it. So she's 73 now, but I hope she has a lot of joy with it. So uh, it was a good deed on my buddy Pete and my part. And uh, a good Christmas uh, story for uh, for this year. So anyway, hope everybody's staying well, staying safe. I know there's a lot of things going on out there. And uh, just be kind to one another and go get vaccinated. It's very simple. You go down, you kick a couple of shots, and uh, next thing you know, we're doing a lot better. So, uh, But I hope everybody's doing well because it's, uh, it's been one crazy week and one crazy uh, 
couple of weeks, actually, with the NHL taking a break, with games starting tonight, the NBA putting in a couple of games, the, the whole COVID list that's been going on with the NFL, and we'll talk about the NFL in a moment because it was a crazy day again. Well, I should say a crazy day, a crazy few days in the NFL with all the games that went on, the Thursday, you know, the Tuesday games, last week's games, and, uh, of course, uh, last night's game, which I shut off after a while, and I had no idea whatsoever that the uh, New Orleans Saints were starting a, a what, a fourth-string quarterback? And uh, when I turned the game on, it was 10 to three, and final score was 20 to three. And uh, the Miami Dolphins suddenly in the playoff hunt at one and seven now at eight and seven. So uh, I got to give a lot of credit to Coach Flores. He's been probably the most, uh, uh, you know, successful uh, Belichick disciple that's come out of that. I guess Mike Vrabel too. So uh, uh, we can talk about another Belichick disciple's not so successful in New York. And uh, anyway, so we're going to start talking about uh, the Patriots and the Giants. Uh, but uh, yesterday, the Patriots lose to a to a Bills team that really seemed determined. Uh, a great day uh, yesterday for Josh Allen, who was 30 of 47, 314 yards and three TDs. And uh, they did a great job. I mean, uh, the Patriots made it close and then they drove down again. Uh, if you're a Bills fan, you got to be a little bit concerned right now about their running game. They, they're very one-dimensional. It's Josh Allen, you know, and that's it. And if they don't run the ball, I mean, to me, uh, if you don't have a balanced type of offense, um, I don't know how good you're going to be in the National Football League. And uh, so it's it's going to be interesting to see how the Bills fare. Right now they're in the position uh, to win the division. And uh, Mac Jones yesterday, 14 of 32, not a great passing day, two interceptions. And... Um, Mr. Harris there on the ground, 103 yards and three TDs. To me, the, the Patriots are still a factor in the playoffs. They can still beat anybody on every given day. But uh, yesterday was Josh Allen doing his thing, and uh, the Bills with a huge win on the road um, against the Patriots. Now we can talk about uh, another team that plays kind of close, but a couple of hours away. You know, what I saw yesterday, <laughs> I always do that. What I saw on Sunday from the New York football giants, was it a continuation of the type of garbage that I've seen from them for the last 10 years. But this was the creme de la creme of garbage. A 3-3 tie at halftime. Of course, you know that great coach, Joe Judge, making the great halftime adjustments, as he does, as always. I mean, this is an abomination. Okay, let's look at this whole organization as a whole, all right? Joe Judge is now 10-21 and 21 as the head coach of the New York Giants. I'm not saying it's all his fault. It's not, okay? This is the fault of Gettleman, but this is the main fault of the ownership because the ownership for the last 10 years has done a lousy job. Over the last, what, five years, the Giants have won 22 games since 2017. 22, the worst record along with their, their, the team they play in the same stadium with, the New York Jets, who actually won yesterday and actually scored, what, 24 points, I think, yesterday? Uh, you know, they, they you know, was it a great game for Wilson? He did have a large 52-yard run. But uh, anyway, so it looks like we got a phone call, 413-445-4234. So let's go to the calls early here, as we do so often here at WTBR. Good morning. You're on WTBR Sports Talk. Hi, Rob. It's Bruce from Cheshire. Hey, hey Bruce. What's up, buddy? How you doing, man? What's going Very on? Very good. I, uh, I wasn't able to catch the program on the radio, so I wasn't sure of the topic. Yeah. But I did want to call in and say Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, and Happy <laughs> Thanks. I know you got to check your Manischewitz calendar. Everybody's realized Hanukkah was started like November 30th. You know, all these people are coming up and wish me Happy Hanukkah. I go, gee, when was that? That was a while ago. So uh, not much going on for baseball. I mean, this, I mean, I was going to talk baseball a little bit today, but there's like nothing going on. Seriously, I mean, what you know, when are they going to end this thing? Honestly, and I mean, what are the Yankees going to do? You know, what are, what are the what are the Red Sox going to do? It doesn't seem like anybody's doing anything except for the Mets right now. So, well, it might be a good break for the Yankees because uh, they got a chance to sit back 
and look at all the money that's being spent on these free agents. Yep. And uh, gives them a little break to reassess, like, do I want to kind of, do I want to spend that kind of money on a free agent, or do I want to just spend more money on developing the players? In the, in the well, yeah. System? Well, that's where I was going to go because I was on the radio the other day with my buddy on on the fan in New York. We talked about that specifically that you know maybe Cashman wants to take a different approach because let's face it, Bruce. In the past, the free agent thing hasn't worked for them. It just hasn't worked recently, and so. I agree with you. Maybe they want to develop an Anthony Volpe. They want to play, you know, an Esteban Florial. I agree. Yeah, go on. Yes, um, I can't see spending $30 million a year for a shortstop when you might have the next Derek Jeter in the minor league system. And they definitely need to get a one- or two-year stopgap shortstop and then wait for these players to develop. I'm just wondering who it's going to be. I mean, I you know, they, they did have uh, the kid from the Bronx last year, and they let him go, you know, and uh, he didn't play a bad shortstop. And Grant, he's not a great hitter, but, I mean, not everybody has to be a 300 hitter. I mean, now, maybe now they do, but years ago, you know, when we, you know, we, certainly when you were growing up and I was growing up, I mean, Mark Belanger had 220, for crying out loud. He's from Pittsfield. I just happened to think of him. But, uh, you know, he's a guy who had 220. There are sh- light-hitting shortstops throughout history and guys that were great, great defensive geniuses and that, that weren't great, you know, hitting shortstops. Uh, Dave Concepcion was not a great hitting shortstop. I mean, there's a lot of guys. So, I mean, yeah, I, I agree with you. So, But I'm just wondering what they're going to do as far as their pitching depth, though. You know what I'm saying? I think one more pitcher should do it. A full year Severino is going to make a huge difference. I'm just wondering if he can come back and be who he used to be. You know, that's what I'm saying. Like, I mean, if, if all the arm damage and all the injuries have cost, you know, him to be, you know, what he was when they first brought him up and so forth. Well, we'll see. I mean, it seems like every year, though, Bruce, the, the, the Yankees have a question mark issue. I always say they have more question marks than Frank Gorshin, or I guess you should make it more modern. Jim Carrey had on his Riddler costume. I mean, that just seems to me that they, you know, they never seem to have a, a, a rotation of pitchers that you say, okay, this is here, this guy's there, and every year it's the, well, what if this guy comes back, and what if this guy doesn't have his injuries, and what if this guy, you know, can overcome, you know, Tommy John or whatever it is, you know what I'm saying? Well, it seems to be the same question for every team in baseball. Uh we might be more focused on the Yankees just because we, you know, you and I both follow the team. Right. But everybody seems to have the same problem that uh, they'll go through 20 pitchers a year. Well, pitching is definitely not the same anymore, Bruce. It's not like, you know, what's funny about these guys is they get paid $43 million to pitch five innings. That's what drives me crazy. If they were, if they were pitching complete <laughs> games... It's amazing. I was watching Ken Burns baseball yesterday, and they said uh, the guy made a salary of $6,500 a year. You know, it's just like sixty five hundred to forty three million. Gee, what a change! Huh? A little bit of greed, possibly. Hot dogs were were what? Hot dogs were a, a nickel. Uh, a seat in the bleachers was was a was like five cents, and a seat in the you know for the main you know main seats at Fenway was like a buck. I mean, it's just unbelievable. In the days of Smokey Joe Wood, I'm talking about way way back, obviously, but I mean. It's just become ridiculous. Every time they raise the salaries, they raise the prices of everything, whether it's hot dogs or soda or, you know, jerseys or pennants, whatever. It's just, it's become ridiculous, honestly. Unfortunately, that's become the whole world is like that. So, greed. No such thing as a penny candy anymore. <laughs> right, exactly. That's right, exactly. Remember penny candy? Remember when you, I remember when I was going to the movies as a kid, you know, and my, <laughs> and my mom would drop me off at the movie theater. She'd give me a dollar for the movies, and she'd give me 50 cents each for a Baby Ruth bar or a pack of Milk Duds. 
you know, coming home with like like chocolate strapped and to my teeth. And a popcorn and soda. Right, and a popcorn and soda. Now, now it's like you got a popcorn that's the size of like, you know, the state of Alaska for like 50 people and you pay like $20 for a box of popcorn. It's just, I mean, it's really insane. And you get that, yeah, you get that giant it's got, soda. It's got crazy. He got that giant soda thing. What did Dennis Miller used to describe as, you know, uh, you know, the, the giant Seven Eleven, you know, uh, drink that they you drop your jet ski in there. You know, he used to talk about, right? He needs a depth charge tides drink. You know, it's like uh, you got a you got a drink that has an undertow in it. But uh, anyway, yeah. So uh, I don't know. I, honestly, I don't know what the Yanks are going to do, really. I mean, but I would like to see the kids play. Let's let's be honest. When they were in their heyday and they were building a team, and Buck was, you know, the the manager of the minor. Yeah. Oh, what about Buck? You, what, you excited about Buck coming to the Mets? Yeah, they, um, I don't know, they might have to write off a year. Uh, they did it back in the mid-90s to bring up uh, Derek Jeter. Right. Even if you remember way back when, they thought Derek Jeter might be coming up a year too soon. And uh, that they, you know, he proved them to be wrong. Yeah, well, Tony Fernandez got hurt. Remember Tony? Yeah, well, they, he came up because of injury because Tony Fernandez got hurt. So they had to bring this kid up, and that you know, like they said, the rest is history. So, but uh, yeah, I mean, I'm if you look at the success of Houston and some of the other teams, they had to hit rock bottom and rebuild through their farm system. So, if but at least Cash should say something like that. He should like come out publicly and say, "Look, this is what we want to do. This is our plan." And the fans are like, "You know, we're not doing anything. We have holes here and holes there." I much prefer like Bruce. Okay, let's for, say for example that they bring up these kids, and let's say they don't make the playoffs. I don't mind taking a step back to take a step forward because it's not working right now. Yeah, they're making the playoffs, but they're not getting the run that they need. You know what I'm saying? So I don't mind taking a step back to take a step forward when it comes to young developing young players. I, I'd rather see the Yankees do that and really become an organization that de- develops players, you know, which it used to be. So I don't know. But the free agency well, route is not working for them, so that's my feeling. So I but, think they may be better than they think they are because they do. everybody in that team had a subpar year. Yeah, except for Judge. I think they need some, well, they're making changes in coaching, which is good, not the general manager, not the manager, or general manager, right. coaching, and I think they need a better training program, and I think they need better scouts. Just think if they had Tampa scouts. Jeez. Yes, yeah, Stan- I mean, Stanton had a good year, too. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, they're obviously they're they're doing some personal changes and so forth. But uh, like I said, I mean, they talk about all these players down in the minor leagues. They talk about the kid they drafted recently, the eighteen-year-old kid. They talk about another shortstop out in that farm system, and then they talk about Anthony Volpe, who's I guess going to move up to Double A or possibly Triple A this year. So, and then Esteban Florial's been in their system for like a whole bunch of years, and you'd really like to see a year out of Esteban Florial, see what he can actually do. Because they brought him up last year, and then they sent him down, and here comes Brett Gardner again. I mean, every year with Brett Gardner, it's like, okay, finally, can we end the Brett Gardner thing? So, you know, I've been saying this for a long time. Well, the funny but he's thing scrappy. Year, huh? Yeah, the funny thing last year is that when they got a bunch of injuries and got hit with COVID, they brought those people up to the minor leagues when they went on their 13 game. That's right. Injury. That's right. A little bit of spark, a little bit. Well, I've said this for years, and people have argued this with me, that the that the Yankees, that DJ LeMay is not really a, a leadoff hitter. He's not a speed guy. He's not a guy who's going to go first to third. He's not going to put pressure on your defense or pressure on your pitcher. So they need that catalyst. They need that guy. I mean, look at all the teams that won, whether it's the Dodgers, whether it's Washington, whether it's Houston. They always have that top-of-the-order guy with speed and, and a guy who's going to you know be able to run the base paths. And uh, so I don't know. I that's my feeling that they need a legitimate guy. Now the Mets finally got a legitimate leadoff hitter. Not that Brandon Nimmo was a was a bad at it, 
but they finally got a guy now in Marte who can steal bases, you know, who can get on base, who, you know, who's a terrific center fielder. I mean, Nimmo was playing center field. He's really not a natural center field. He's more of a corner center, a corner outfielder. So, uh, to me, you know, the Mets did the right thing. They got themselves a guy that can lead off and a, and a guy that, you know, is a catalyst. You know, can score runs, manufacture runs. That's what the Yankees don't manufacture runs. They rely too much on home runs all the time. So, anyway, bro, what did you do for Christmas? Did you have a good time? Had a good uh, Christmas. I've always said that when you stop believing in Santa Claus, it starts to cost you a lot of money. So <laughs> never stop believing. I believe in <laughs> I always believe in Santa Claus. I'm a nice Jewish boy. I believe in Santa Claus. There you go, right? So, anyway, man, thanks for calling, man. Have a good day. Call again, man. I appreciate right. the call. So, take care. Have I'll talk to you call. soon. Yeah, I'll talk to you soon. All right, thanks, Bruce. All right, that's Bruce checking in right there, right here on WTBR. So, uh, we were talking a little baseball as I introed football. What are you going to do? So, 413-445-4234 right here on a Tuesday morning. Again, Robbie Zerker checking in with you here on 89.7 WTBR. And uh, not only my show, but I listen to a lot of the shows on this station, the country show, the jazz show. Um, there's really good programming here. So, uh, if you get a chance, stop down or uh, go right to the website and you can check out WTBR if you want to make a contribution or if you want to stop down and make a contribution to the station because we're all listener supported. So, uh, and that's what makes the show uh, and the, and the station a lot of fun that you've got a lot of creativity here and a lot of creative people that uh, want to bring you different types of programming so uh, uh, there's a lot of really cool shows like um, one of the shows I like is is uh, when uh, I'm trying to remember the name of the show now but uh, it's uh, I'm looking at my I'm looking at it but anyway so I'm looking at my board here but anyway the guy pulls out all the records because there's like 10,000 records in there and uh, it's very cool but uh, anyway, I should be getting a call from Dr. Robert Freed today. Hopefully, we are going to talk a little football. Perhaps that's him. So let's go back to our phones right here at WTBR. So, all right. Whoops. Somebody didn't, oh, somebody didn't pick up right there. Okay, so maybe they'll, maybe they'll try us back. So, But um, right now, uh, we were going to talk a little about the NFL. We were discussing the Giants and just the Drek, that is the National Football League, New York Giants. Um, this all starts with the owner. This all starts with John Mara to me. John Mara has done a lousy job, whether it's hiring people, firing the wrong people, the wrong people leaving the organization, hanging on to you know Jerry Reese too long and watching him go through seven lousy drafts for seven straight years, and then Ernie, of course, leaving the organization, and, of course, the hiring of Dave Gettleman has been an absolute disaster. Now, we know Gettleman's probably going to be out. So here's the thing. Reports from Adam Schechter yesterday from the NFL says now that Judge and uh, Daniel Jones are going to be back next year, retained by the organization. And I, I just cannot believe at 10 and 21, the way this guy, you know, his whole press conference nonsense and the way he keeps talking about going to the videotape and looking at this and the way he talks about positive things when it's a disaster during the day. And when the Giants are 3-3 at the half and then suddenly get out, scored 31-3, to have two lousy quarterbacks. I mean, yesterday was the first day for Jake Fromm, and I hope the last day for Jake Fromm. He was awful. Five. <laughs> of 17 for 25 yards in the first half. I mean, you can't make it up, folks. It's an absolute joke. But, I mean, the Giants have no ability to move the football. The, de- the defense played, you know, decent for the first half. And then, of course, the defense is so tired because the offense can't move the ball. But this coach is ridiculous. Let's talk about some plays yesterday. The Giants have the ball on the 50-yard line, right? Fourth down and three. You're 4-10 and 10 for crying out loud. How about going for it? You know, It's like, what's the big deal? Go for it. I mean, you're 4-10. and 10. You have nothing to prove. You know, have everything to learn from. You know, Saquon Barkley, 2.1 yards carries yesterday. I mean, the guy's just terrible. He gets hit, bang, down he goes. I mean, he's been awful. All right, there's our caller, so let's go back to the phones here and see what's going on here. All right. 
Good morning. You're on WTBR Sports Talk. Hey, man. How you doing? Who's this? How are you? Jim. Hey, Jim. How are you? What's hey, going man. on? Uh, you know. All right. How about you? I'm good. Did you have a good Christmas? Yeah, you know. Quiet. That's all right. Quiet's quiet, okay. Like yeah, quiet's all right. <laughs> Mine was quiet, so I was home by myself. It was great. <laughs> yeah, me too. Me too, Mike. One of my family members were going to have Christmas at her house, and she got uh, tested positive. So oh no, there, oh, pr- my prayers. That, <laughs> that endeavor. So aren't um, you sick of this? Aren't you so sick of this? Oh no, my goodness gracious! Yeah. I know. Really, we should drop the wonton on Wuhan. I've, I've had enough of this nonsense. Honestly, I, I'm, I'm. I had it. I had it too. Believe me, I couldn't stand it. It was uh, awful. Yeah, I, After I got vaccinated I, too, it was. It was ridiculous. Yeah, you yeah, know, she was vaccinated also. And, you know, I can't. If I, I have very uh, a, uh, a lot of uh, dangerous underlying symptoms. I have Ugh. kidney transplant, and diabetic. And, oh no! You know, well, I hope you stay healthy. Stuff, so. Yeah, I hope you stay healthy. Yeah. I mean, it's tough. I mean, it's tough out there, you know. And and people are just afraid. It's it is a scary thing. I mean, I was hanging out with maybe two or three friends. And, um, you know, I was playing with my band. We were practicing. And next thing I know, I have COVID. And then I had one day of fever. And then the next thing I know, I have six weeks of post-COVID. My lungs, my back. I had headaches. I never have headaches. I've been really healthy yeah. most of my life. Yeah. And all of a sudden, I get headaches. Like, what's going on here? So, yeah, the yeah, post-COVID was worse than the COVID. So, uh, yeah, yeah, it's... So, yeah, what's on your mind? Huh? <laughs> but, yeah. So, still the, you know, still the thing, but... The, the, oh, yeah. <laughs> They're calling it post-COVID, huh? Uh, yeah, well, that's what it was. It was but yeah, it was post-COVID, yeah, but huh? it really still was COVID, but it was like post-COVID symptoms. Like, yeah, you won't get anybody yeah. sick, but you're sick yourself for six weeks. Yeah, you know, it was awful. So. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So That's true. So what's on your I mind? Agree or not. Oh, I just, just uh, you know, uh, the Jets played well, I guess, with no receivers. Uh, Wilson didn't have any. They had they had Barrios and he was you yeah know, you know he had big so return. When I got the thought to see of it. I I uh, kind of uh, hitchhiked on somebody's uh, broadcast on uh, on Facebook. They were you know uh, they had it on the on their their TV and uh, streaming it and uh, you know they were brought kind of you know streaming it on Facebook too. So well, they ran really well. They were, they, but uh, you know they they had a lot of guys. They had fifteen guys out. Oh, I know. Stuff. They had all their they had the young receivers out, but they ran the ball well. And then and obviously, you know, yeah. Zach has a big run of fifty-two yards. They didn't have to throw that much. Let me ask you this: What's your feeling? What's your feeling about Zach Wilson going forward? I'm, I'm going to get opinion from Jet fans. What What do you feel about this kid? Well, I mean, <laughs> it's not fair to him right now because he doesn't have an offensive line. Of course not. Beckham's been out all year. Right. His left tackle, yeah, massive, you know, Beckham. Or, yeah, he's the guy uh, I wanted, right? Beckton, yeah, the Giants, yeah. Beckton, uh, but uh, I mean, if he can get, you know, the, uh, Joe Douglas has got to get some. Uh, you know, I think his first pick should be a, 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 a edge rusher, either a center <laughs> or a, a, a left tackle this year. See, um, yeah, you know. So you want to go more offensive line than more than than the edge rusher thing is what you're saying? Yeah, well, I you know that they can get they have a a, a lot of room in their cap. Right, right. Can, uh, I was just going to say that. Signed, and they're going to get uh, Lawson back too. Uh, you know the the guy from Cincinnati they got. Yep. That for his, uh, 
Achilles at the end of training right at the end of training, training camp. camp. Yeah, right. And they're going to get late. And What's his name uh, back? Uh, the the yeah, safety. Gonna, he was he was tearing things up, I guess, in uh, in uh, training camp and uh, you know the the exhibition games that he played in. But uh, you know, there's they have. Uh, I think they have all their draft picks this year coming up. So Yeah, we'll see what Joe Douglas does. I mean, you have to give him another year. Yeah, I know. They, they really need to get, uh, um, you know, more out of the, the general manager. I mean, he's only been there two years, so we'll see what he does. I mean, yeah, to me, they're going in yeah. a better direction than the Giants are because the Giants were, you know, they were, they were supposed to actually be a playoff contender. And look where they are. And the Jets might actually win more yeah. games. So Yeah, they're, they're dead in the water, I think, the Giants right now. They're not... <laughs> You can't, uh, I, you know, I watch their games because most of them are on. And, yeah, <laughs> it's I, like torture, isn't I, it? I, is it like torture I, or what? I, I mean, I'm sitting there going, why am I watching this? Why am I watching yeah, this? Oh, it's I beautiful well, out. I, mean, I could be taking a, a local, walk today. Sort of a local team, but, you know. I oh, mean, man. And I don't like to, well, I watch the Patriots because I hope they're going to lose. <laughs> I know which, I was, I was watching is, yesterday. It was a good. It's actually a good game for a while. So uh, the Bills played yeah. well, but the Bills are one dimensional to me. If the Bill, it's too much Josh Allen. It's just too much, and I, I just think of oh, yeah. you're going to find a team that's going to yeah. have a game plan to stop him, and, and they're not going to be able to run the football. So you can you can run yeah, on Buffalo to, too. Yeah, you can run gotta, on Buffalo. What were we going to say? Yeah, they have to get a, a you know a marquee running back. They Singletary and Moss aren't doing it for him, and. Their offensive line needs a couple tweaks to be, you know, top notch too. But they they have a good team. They do. They do have a good you know, team. They, so. they had the best team defensively at the beginning of the year. They were the number one run defense at the beginning of the year, and suddenly there was a lot of breakdowns. I mean, I watched, you know, the, the Colts run all over them. I've watched other teams run all over them. And, you know, we'll see what the Patriots ran on them. Look what the Patriots did the, the first game in, in Buffalo yeah. during that whole, you know, well, snowstorm yeah, there. that game was kind of, <laughs> <you> know, <laughs> that was a, uh, uh, the wind and the snow and the, it was you know, fun. Couldn't throw the ball. So right. Patriots threw it three times, I think, in that game. That's Buffalo, what they did. So. Two of three. That was a great game for Mac Jones. Two yeah. of three. There you go. That's a high yeah. statistical game for oh. you. So, uh, but yeah. yeah it's... How about it? Well, have a good rest of your show. Thanks. And, thanks. Uh, happy. Have a healthy, happy, happy new, new year. year yeah. My best to your family. I hope she gets better. My prayers and thoughts. Yeah. So. Hey, Jim, thanks, right, man. man. Appreciate the call. You too. Thanks, brother. Okay, gotcha. All right, Jim checking in in Pittsfield, so right there. Radio right on WTBR Sports Talk. We're going to take a quick time out, a little bit of break, and then uh, we'll come back and we'll talk more about the NFL and the day in, uh, a day in sports, and uh, hopefully uh, uh, we'll get some more calls. So stick right here, 413-445-4234, right here on uh, WTBR Sports Talk. We'll be back. Something strange happens to the airwaves of WTBR-FM. It's called The Mix. It is an experience like no other on this part of the planet. Witness a collection of fresh and classic beats that are guaranteed to make you move. The best part is, it is mixed completely live, uncut, unedited. So, for an exciting end to the weekend, tune your radio to WTBR-FM Sunday nights from 10 to midnight for The Mix. Hey, this is Mike Pezzo. Remember those tunes your parents told you to turn down? Better yet, remember those tunes your grandparents told your parents to turn down? Well, on Mike's Amazing Music and Oldies show, you'll hear sometimes oldies, sometimes blues, sometimes local performers, and a lot of rock. On Pritchard County's only rock station, 89.7 WTBR-FM, Pittsfield Community Radio, Thursdays at noon. Tune in 
and be entertained and educated. Hello, Phil Tierney here, the host of Berkshire Jazz, where I play all the young tigers and old lions of jazz every Saturday evening from 8 to 10 on WTBR 89.7, Pittsfield Community Radio. Join me Saturday at 8. And if you know someone who likes and enjoys this great American classical music, tell them about us. Spread the word. Jazz is alive and well on WTBR 89.7. Thanks for listening. Underwriters are so important for keeping this station alive. Hi, this is Sean Sayre, Executive Director of PCTV. I'd like to thank our local businesses for supporting Pittsfield Community Radio and for believing in the mission of the station. When you hear underwriting messages on the air, you know those companies support WTBR-FM. If you're listening now and your business would like to join in and support us, call me today at 445-4234 and get involved or visit us at WTBRFM.com. It will make all the difference. No nonsense, no messing around, just 100% pure rock. Unplug your appliances. We need the power. WTBR. Welcome back to WTBR Sports Talk. Robbie Zucker here on a Tuesday morning. 413-445-4234. Number called. Thanks to Bruce and Jim for checking in. Still waiting for uh, Dr. Robert Freed to see if he's going to do some football talk with me. Diehard Giant fan. Uh, used to host his own show on Long Island. Uh, well-known and uh, well... <laughs> I was going to say well-known and well-received podiatrist in Long Island. So maybe uh, Rob will give us a call and uh, Diehard Giant fan like I am. So going back to what I was saying with the Giants. So, uh, you know, yesterday... This guy's clueless, this coach. I mean, I know I know it's Fromm's first game. He was just terrible, missing guys all over the place. I mean, it was just awful to watch. I mean, this is a guy in his first NFL game. He was on the practice squad of the Buffalo Bills. And just to show you how bad Dave Gellerman is a GM, he brings in Glennon, who's terrible, and Fromm, who's off the practice squad. I mean, the Giants can't even afford to get themselves, you know, a decent backup quarterback. They did have Cole McCoy last year. He was terrific. He won a game up in Seattle. He's won a couple games now for the Cardinals, threw for 325 yards a couple of weeks ago when Russell Wilson was hurt. I mean, this is just ridiculous. But yesterday, I love these play calls. Third and ten. This shows you. This just shows you the mentality of Joe Judge. Okay, and the and the conservative nature of this coach. I mean, at four and ten, this guy. It's third down and ten at at the thirty five yard line of the Eagles. And he decides that he's going to run Saquon Barkley. He's just useless up the middle for no gain and have Graham Gano kick a 54-yard field goal. Now, granted, Gano kicked the field goal and made it good in that type of weather, which was a tremendous kick. But it's like when your kicker is 42% of your offensive output, there's something seriously wrong. I mean, this team has one touchdown in like three weeks. Then they get these garbage touchdowns at the end, you know, where the team's playing prevent, and all of a sudden Glennon looks like Tom Brady. It's just, you know, it's just ridiculous. But, I mean... I mean, the owner's just clueless now. And, and really, this is my feeling. Steve Tisch, where are you? You're part owner of the New York Giants. Your family owns part of the team. Steve Tisch has to step in right now and get John Mayer the hell out of here. So anyway, I was talking about Adam Schechter and his report that says that Joe Judge is coming back. Giant fans, I want to hear from you. Why in the world would anybody want this coach back? 
Why would anybody want to coach back who's 10 and 21 in two seasons, who doesn't have, seem to have a clue in terms of clock management, doesn't seem to have a clue in understanding how to call, or at least talk to his offensive coordinator? I mean, Freddie Kitchens is a joke. He's worse than Garrett. Here I was on Garrett all the time. Oh, it's Garrett, it's Garrett, it's Garrett. I look like a fool. I mean, Garrett's sitting there and, you know, with a cool drink in his hand and, you know, with his wife turning around and going, I can't believe this guy. You know, he's laughing his rear end off. Hey, honey, let's take a trip to Mexico. The Garrett's around. You know, why do I need to go to Chicago this week when it's, you know, 25 degrees below zero and uh, I have to sit on the sideline with a 4-11 and team? I'd rather be in Puerto Vallarta with, a, you know, with a pina colada in my hand with my family. I mean, it's not Garrett, obviously. It's worse. <laughs> Freddie Kitchens is worse than Garrett. And I thought Garrett was a disaster. Now, if you tell me you can't take a quarterback, let's say you have a decent NFL quarterback. You have Tony. You have uh, Kenny Galladay has been absolutely awful. Okay. You have Barkley, who's been terrible. Booker's pretty good. Booker gave, gave you about 4.5 yards of carry. They only carried the ball seven times. I mean, the, the, they have to like, it's almost like the organization says we have to run Barkley. Barkley runs 20, what do you run, like 20-something times. I think his average was 2.1 yards. I have never seen in my life more negative plays, more negative plays but any team in my life. They start out first and 10, and the next thing you know, they're like, you know, first and 15. I mean, I mean, Fromm goes back to drop back. He, he rolls to his right side. Before, you know, he's sacked by like three guys from the Eagles loses 10 yards, the next thing you know, it's first down and 20, or second down and 20. I mean, it's just a joke. But John Merritt, to me, is the ultimate culprit for why this organization has sucked, literally, for the last 10 years. They're horrible. And like I said, Steve Tisch, you need to talk to John Merritt. Now, here's what the deal is. I guess Gettleman's out at the end of the year. He should have been out already. He should have been out when Sherber was coaching, was fired. But here's the deal. I mean, so now they want to keep Judge and bring in a new GM. Have I seen this familiarity before with the New York Jets? When the New York Jets had a, a GM and hired a coach that the GM didn't want, and then following year they hired a worse coach in Adam Gaze? So now you want to keep Judge and you want to bring in a general manager. Now the question is, are they going to bring in a general manager from the outside for Abrams? I don't want Abrams. I want him gone. I want he and Gettleman gone. Bring somebody in from an organization like the Packers, like the Ravens, like a team with some success. I mean, go get the assistant general manager from, from Green Bay or something, or somebody knows how to draft. I mean, the Giants have 11 picks this year. They have two picks in the first round, I believe, pick five and six right now. If I look what's going on, the Bears beat Seattle yesterday, 25-24, I believe was the final score in Chicago. And uh, Or go get Russell Wilson. I mean, you want to trade a pick for Russell Wilson? I have no problem with Russell Wilson coming to the Giants. All right, he's 33. You want to build the line? I think there's a way to build the line with a draft pick. Maybe there's an edge rusher out there. But the problem is they're tied up in the cap. So they have to rely on the draft this year. And they should rely on the draft because good teams draft well. Teams that win draft well. Yes, you bring in free agencies when, uh, free agents when you need them. But good teams draft well. And you've seen it before uh, with the Giants missing on so many. Guys. I mean, Will Hernandez is terrible. He was drafted, and he was the second uh, offensive lineman to go behind Quentin Nelson, who the Giants should have taken instead of Saquon Barkley. You don't take a running back, you know, second pick overall, and that was the big mistake by Gettleman. Gettleman could have Micah Parsons. He's the guy I wanted. Micah Parsons could probably be defensive rookie of the year, maybe defensive MVP of the year for the Dallas Cowboys. Right now we're on a roll. Dallas has as good a talent as anybody in the league. They put it all together. Dak Prescott had a terrific game. They blew the – I mean, it was embarrassing watching uh, the Washington football team, as they're called now. It was embarrassing. 42 to 7 at halftime? 42 points Dallas scored at halftime. 
I mean, and you could see, uh, you know, the quotes from Riverboat Ron saying we're pissed off, you know, at halftime. And they should have been. You're on national TV and you give a 42 points and a half of football. It was just awful. Now, granted, their Sweat wasn't playing and Trey Young wasn't playing. So they didn't have their best defensive guys out there. But certainly, I mean, 42 points? It's just really, truly unbelievable. So, and by the way, talk, you want to talk about teams that are just completely ridiculous. Let's talk about the L.A. Chargers. I still call them San Diego, but let's call them the L.A. Chargers for right now because they're playing lousy. Yesterday, losing to the 3 and now 4 and 11, Houston Texans giving up 41 points. And now, granted, Justin Herbert had a bad game. He threw a couple of picks. One was a pick six. But to lose the biggest game of the year to the Texans? you got to be kidding me with that. That's just unbelievable. If anybody has any thoughts, they can call me right here, 413-445-4234 here at WTBR Sports Talk 1036 right here. Robbie Zucker with you. Still waiting to call from, from the doctor, so we'll see if Rob checks in and talks a little bit giant football with us today. But, I mean, some of the other scores yesterday, the Bucks, you know, rolling over the uh, hapless Panthers. I feel bad for Coach Rule. Hasn't been a healthy team, but I still think Coach Rule is a good coach. We'll see what happens. But the Chargers, my God. Coach Staley, besides, I mean, besides taking nine points off the board last week against Kansas City, I mean, this guy's clueless. They thought Anthony Lynn was clueless, and I was calling for Lynn's head. Yeah, I was calling for Lynn's head, too, and I wanted a new coach, but this guy's worse. Anthony Lynn didn't take points off the board. They just blew games all the time. They still blow games. It's, you know what's amazing about the Chargers franchise? You, I mean, you can go back to you know, Don Coriel, North Turner, you know, Marty Schottenheimer. I don't care who it is. I don't care who the coach is. This team finds more ways to lose. I call them all talent and no brains. They have as, as talented a team on the offensive side. The problem with them is they can't stop the run. They have the worst run defense in the National Football League. Granted, it took uh, the Joe Judge a whole half to figure that one out. Right, Joe? Took you a whole half to figure out that the Chargers had the worst run defense in the league and you couldn't run the ball against them either. So, so uh but, I mean, you know, it's been an interesting day. Uh, the Raiders, who are just the super bipolar team, beat uh, Denver. And then uh, a few other games of interest uh, yesterday. So, uh, uh, obviously, the Dolphins winning last night, cruising to seven in a row now. And I give, I co- give Coach Flores a ton of credit, a ton of credit. But uh, getting back to the Giants, like I said, this starts with the ownership. The ownership is, has been a disaster. And John Mayer has been a disaster. Hiring Gettleman, you know, not firing Reese when he should have. Uh, obviously, Ernie Accorsi leaving the organization, and uh, it's just been a, it's been a disaster. I mean, they have the worst record of the last five years: twenty two wins in seven since two thousand seventeen. How bad is that? And and their offense is anemic. I mean, like I said, if you take all those guys with a quality quarterback, you can't tell me they can't score points. But Kenny Dalladay has been an absolute bust. Seventy two million down the drain for him. They signed Kyle Rudolph. God forbid they should ever use the tight end more than one or two or three times in a game. So Freddie Kitchen's been worse, worse than Jason Garrett. Like I said, Garrett's in New Mexico. Hey, go to Mexico. Going, hey, I don't, I don't have to go to Chicago this week. So I have a nice cool drink in my hand, hanging out with the family. Obviously, it was not Garrett. So, But uh, anyway, 413-445-4234 right here on WTBR Sports Talk. Robbie Zucker talking sports with you. As always, on a Tuesday and um, we're going to talk a little bit about, uh, about obviously, the holdup right now with the National Hockey League. There has been uh, a, a, about a week or two weeks where the uh, NHL shut itself down because of the whole COVID situation, protocols, and, and people getting sick and so forth. So they had to shut down. But tonight they have games. So the games start tonight, and then my Rangers will be in Florida tomorrow to uh, start it up again. Uh, and then the Bruins uh, don't play till Saturday. Uh, so the Bruins uh, taking on uh, – 
uh, I'm trying to remember actually who they're playing on, on Saturday. I think Buffalo, but I can't quite remember. But it's January 1st. They don't play till the 1st. So uh, it's going to be nice to see hockey come back. And obviously in the uh, NBA right now, you look at the, the Eastern Conference, the Nets are on a roll, and uh, surprisingly a terrific Chicago team that's playing well. The Cleveland Cavaliers are playing well. As far as the Celtics, an under five hundred team right now. The Knicks, my Knicks are struggling. Uh, eight games out and four games under five hundred has not been a good year for the Knicks. They thought the acquisitions that they made were going to be better. I look when they got Kemba Walker, I was happy, but he's been awful. He can't play defense. He doesn't defend. He doesn't. I mean, defense to me is about playing hard and playing, you know, with, with some passion and moving your feet. You know, I, you know, Bobby Knight used to talk about moving your legs, moving your legs, playing hard, putting your hands up, and uh, the Knicks just not playing the type of defensive basketball that they played last year so but uh you know the nba i have a lot of issues with and so forth but uh but the knicks right now i don't know what they're going to do quite frankly i still think they need a younger coach i still think they need to play the young players and possibly maybe trade julius randall i mean julius randall would bring back some picks julius randall might bring back uh, maybe two decent uh young players that they could get for him so i'm not quite sure but if anybody has any thoughts on the nba 413-445-4234 right here on WTBR Sports Talk. And um, right now, if you look at the the Western Conference, Golden State just have an unbelievable year. Uh, you know, the Jazz are a really good team. Obviously, uh, the Phoenix Suns are a terrific team, and the Lakers find themselves under 500. Amazing that team. You get, you know, Westbrook, you know, and, and join, joins LeBron. And uh, and and now you know they're not they're not even as good. So uh, it's amazing what's going on in LA. A lot of injuries and, and there's been a lot of COVID going around. I mean, it's really affected everybody. It's affected a lot of people as far as their health, obviously, but it's affected sports in a way where teams are just scrapping for teams off practice squads and bringing guys off the bench and so forth. So, but I'm psyched to see the NHL come back. I'm really happy about the NHL coming back. And uh, hopefully uh, they'll, they'll continue to get healthier and we'll have hockey and we won't have to take breaks like this because, quite frankly, I'm quite sick of it, especially when my football team stinks and my other football team has a lot of talent and they stink too. So now you find the Chargers are 8-7 and seven and they need help now. They need help to get in the playoffs. So uh, it's going to be in- interesting, interesting down the pipe. So, so you have the Bills and you have the Titans and you have the, the Patriots, um, obviously in the top teams in the AFC and then obviously in – and, uh, you know, in the NFC, all roads go through Green Bay. I'll tell you, though, about Green Bay. Last week, they almost lost to Cleveland. And Cleveland ran, I think, for over 200 yards on the ground against, uh, against the, the uh, Packers. And the interesting thing is, you know, I, I, I really think this year that, you know, he's, he's, he's the odds-on favorite as far as uh, winning the MVP. And to me... You know, Aaron Rodgers is the guy who makes the Green Bay Packers go. I mean, he is the man. And the thing is that a couple of weeks ago, they all almost lost to the Ravens. And if they didn't go for two, who knows? They might have lost to the Ravens. And the Ravens gave up 41 points yesterday to Cincinnati. That's another team totally bipolar, the Cincinnati Bengals. For one, one week, they're great. One week, they stink. So Joe Burrow yesterday threw for 525 yards yesterday. I mean, he came pretty damn close to Norm Van Brocklin's record. And, you know, what's amazing is that the Ravens have always predicated themselves on good defensive teams. Now, granted, they've had a lot of injuries this season. But, man, 525 yards yesterday against the Ravens team that prides themselves on defensive play. And uh, the Ravens obviously now have taken themselves out of a playoff spot and with uh, John Harbaugh's 
you know, going for two uh, twice at the end of games and failing coming up short. And then yesterday, obviously giving up a whole lot of uh, a whole lot of points, 41 to the Cincinnati Bengals. So the Bengals are in the mix. And then the NFC, like I said, in the NFC with Green Bay, they give up a lot of uh, yards on the run. So if you can keep Aaron Rodgers off the field, if you can shorten the game and play the game right, do like the Giants did against the Buffalo Bills in 1990 when they won the Super Bowl and they kept Jim Kelly off the field, kept that offense off the field. You got a chance to win, and that's the thing about uh, about football. It's it's all about strategy, and it's all about how you approach the game. And like I said, you know, Green Bay right now, all roads go through Green Bay right now with a twelve and three mark. But you can run the ball on the Packers, and we'll see what happens with Green Bay because last year, obviously, Tom Brady went up there, and they ran the ball pretty well on the Packers uh, as well. So we're going to take a timeout, take a few messages, and uh, we'll be back with some more WTBR sports talk. So uh, stay right there. Give us a call four one three four four five four two three four. Mexicans, Bigfoot, Koreans, yep. garbage pail kids. We got something for just about everybody. Hipsters. WTBR. WTBR FM is listener-supported radio. That means we depend on your donations to keep the station on the air. All the local content and the music you love requires your support. You can make your donation today at WTBRFM.com by calling 445-4234 or stopping by our studio at 4 Federico Drive in Pittsfield. You'd be glad you did. Pittsfield Community Radio, for the love of radio. Larry Krepke here from Nothing But Old 45s, inviting you to check out my brand new show here on WTVR called Sweet Country Music. Some of the best country music I've ever recorded, like Dolly Parton, Alan Jackson, Patsy Klein, and a lot more. Plus, every show contains a comedy segment that'll put a smile on your face. Sweet Country Music, 11 a.m. Sunday mornings here on 89.7 WTVR-FM. Pittsfield Community Radio. Just when you thought radio was getting dull, WTBR has something to brighten up your night. Really? It's called TBR After Hours, and overnight Saturday at midnight, you'll hear a solid hour of a recording artist or band, the hits, as well as deep traps with limited commercial interruption. Impressive. Most impressive. TBR After Hours is hosted by The Minster. Isn't that the same guy you hear on classic TBR? Hmm. It's TBR After Hours, overnight Saturday at midnight, right here on WTBR, and also available on podcast. Every Sunday night at 10 p.m., something strange happens to the airwaves of WTBR-FM. It's called The Mix. It is an experience like no other on this part of the planet. Witness a collection of fresh and classic beats that are guaranteed to make you move. The best part is, it is mixed completely live, uncut, unedited. So, for an exciting end to the weekend, tune your radio to WTBR-FM Sunday nights from 10 to midnight for The Mix. No nonsense, no messing around, just 100% pure raw. Unplug your appliances. We need the power. WTBR. Welcome back to WTBR Sports Talk, and we knew we'd show up sooner or later. <laughs> anyway, we're on the phones right now with Dr. Robert Freed. What's going on, Roberto? How are you? It's the, it's the doctor. The doctor's in the house. They need a house call. from Lake Success and the coach, the coach, Robbie from Lennox. Hey, coach, listen, 
You know, i got to tell you something. All One right. thing I must say before we get into giant talk, I'm tired of this cookie, cookie cutter host <laughs> that I constantly hear. There's a need for guys like me and you, the doctor, who really is a doctor. We know. You know what I always tell people, Robbie? What? It ain't bragging. It ain't bragging if you can back it up. I That's what I always say. <laughs> you got to have a little arrogance, Robbie, in this world because, you know what? I never had enough, cookie, I guess. Cookie cutter. <laughs> so, anyway, yeah, Robbie, I, it's me, funny you mentioned that because I wanted to be a doctor, but I had too much talent. So, you know, go ahead. <laughs> you, know, you know what? I'll tell you something. I wanted to be a talk show host, so I became a doctor. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you, these guys, these cookie cutters, they don't, they don't get it. They, they, and and and, and some of these these producers that think they're hotter, or bigger than they really are, if they weren't get a break, they'd be spinning records down in South Jersey doing on <laughs> WGJX. Uh, Bing bong, three minutes past the big hour on WGJ. We're going to spin a record on FM radio. Yes. I used to love doing that. I used, I used to love doing that. I used to love doing that spinning music on the record. Listen, okay, you side, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, when this, this really should be our little demo tape going forward to let the people know that there's geniuses out there that have not been discovered. Talk to me about what your thoughts are on the Giants, all right? I, I'm sure you've been talking about it all morning. Give me, give me up to speed and give me your thoughts, quickly your thoughts. Well, I tell I was saying how this this organization is is the problem is John Mara and what Mara needs to do is it's Steve Tisch needs to step in as part owner of the Giants and say, listen, John, you've had your chance for ten years to make this team better. You haven't. We're now going to have control of the of the uh, decisions as far as ownership. But the problem is, Rob, when I hear Schechter's uh, you know uh, report that they're bringing back Joe Judge, I mean, what do you got? Are you kidding me? Are you joking? How are you, well, Rob? You know, this is the wait. This I is the Jets in a nutshell. But this is the Jets in a nutshell. The Jets had a GM with a coach he didn't want, and then they brought in another coach was a disaster. If uh, if you're going to get a new GM from outside the organization, he's going to want to bring his own coach in. And your thoughts? So, I mean, part of the problem is Robbie that John Mara is still living off his dad's coattails, and you know he. he I'm, I'm not saying he's not a course. bright guy. I mean, the guy obviously has some some knowledge. He's been around it his whole life, but he needs. To get a outside influence, of course, and not that we're giving any brainstorm here, but because from the cookie cutters who just listen to each other, <laughs> we, we, you know, a lot. You know what? You know what drives you crazy, Robbie, Coach Rob. A lot of the cookie cutters they they, they listen to the callers and they, they 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 steal our information and they never give you credit. Don't, don't you notice that sometimes you'll you'll talk to a talk show host and you'll come up with a brilliant point and say, "Man, that guy's right, man. I'm going to spin it. I'm going to spin off it." And then another guy hears it, and they're going to spin off it. Nobody gives us credit, you know, because they, they think that just because we're callers that we don't have the knowledge. You know, I love that. I hate when they say, oh, the caller said this. I have a name. You have a name. So my new name for WFAN, you like it, Robbie? The Doctor on Sports. Yeah, from I loved it. I loved it. But, you I know, think from now on, and it's going to piss off a lot yeah, of people. But, but, you know, Robbie, getting back to your point. Yeah, yeah. I have to agree with you. I see, Mara, Mara, he's so, he, everything, because he, he's so internal and is in, he only sees one side. And because he's basically the owner and he's kind of a GM and he basically oversees all the major decisions, he probably, gentlemen, had a lot to do with this, some of the decisions, oh, but I'm sure geez. he had to run it, by, run it by John. John needs to get someone from the outside, it's not. And when you bring in someone from the outside, a neutral party, and I don't really know who that person is right now, but I will say this: well, um, it has to come from the outside, and you gotta find. 
if you don't buy a judge, then you're really doing a disservice unless you give him one year to prove himself again. <laughs> oh, come on. Prove realize, himself. Like, I mean, look, it's, it's not all his fault. Like, it's not all his fault that Mike Lennon sucks. It's not his fault that Jake Fromm is a disaster. Oh, okay, it's not his fault that the offensive line has been garbage. But it is in a way because he hired Gettleman. He didn't fire Jerry Reese. He hired McAdoo. I mean, let's face it. When, when, when Eli Manning, okay... When, excuse me, when Ben McAdoo was hired by the Giants, they brought him in because the offensive line was bad, and they said, okay, we're not going to make Eli a drop back, you know, long thrower. We're going to turn Eli into a West Coast passer, which he's not, not a short passer, and they never fixed the offensive line, Robin. This has been going on for 10 years. They thought they were a great team when they went 11-5, and when they had a Mickey Mouse schedule, which they only beat one winning team that year. They beat the Cowboys twice. That was it. Everybody else, they averaged 19 points, and the organization's not smart enough uh, to, to think for themselves Guys, look, we only we won 11 games, but we beat a lot of bad opponents. We didn't score a lot of points, but yet they did nothing. In the following year, they went 3-13. and 13. So it just goes to show you how dumb they actually were in evaluating themselves, pounding themselves on the chest. Oh, wow, we went 11-5. and five. Look who they beat, Rob. They almost lost to Cleveland. They almost lost to Jared Goff as a rookie on the Rams. Remember that game in England where they almost lost to the Rams yes, that day? Okay. Uh, you know, who did they beat, was, Rob? I, who did they beat that you're nobody? All those seasons mirages. Of course it was a mirage. Uh, and then they got their the asses whipped it, it, in Green it's Bay. Not real. Yeah. It, you know, Coach Robbie, it's not real, okay? You know, and, and, and I must say, because the proof is in the pudding, what they do the next year and the year after that? Right, garbage, that. garbage. Yeah, so realistically, but the problem is what bothers me, and everybody thought when he, I mean, this, this guy, Joe Judge, and I'm telling you, Aaron Judge would be a better coach <laughs> than, than, than Joe Judge. And he's a baseball player. He's and tall he's and he's, he's better looking, too. There you go. Whatever. Right. <laughs> I mean, this guy, by the way, Joe Judge is not even 40 years old. He was an assistant. He was a general, ma- you know, he was an assistant coordinator. Or a coordinator he was special teams special coach. Team. Special teams coach, yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I, and yet, his, and yet I, the Giants special teams suck, too. The Giants special well, team are horrible, too. He's got a kicker and he's got a punter. Can you imagine? Their punter stinks. Dixon stinks. The a punter and a kicker. Well, they have a great kicker. They always get the kicker right, Rob. They always get the kicker right, the Giants. It's the only thing they they get right. It's the only thing they get right, Rob. (laughs) So, listen, Robbie, Coach Robbie, going forward, how do you fix the problem? Give me your thoughts, and then I'll give you my thoughts, and I'm going to have to hang up after that. All right. But give me quickly your your thoughts, even though it's your show, Coach Robbie. But but (laughs) the the, the doctor has these thoughts. He's going to give you the prescription after I hear the coach. Okay, how about sodium pentothal for Giant fans? Um, <laughs> totally agree. Okay. Go ahead, buddy. I mean, well, here's, here's my thought. They have to get the reins away. They have to get the reins away from John Mara, and they have to bring an outside person. But like I said, the, here's, here's, here's the whole contundrum. You know, here's the whole problem is that, again, I'll repeat it. If you're going to keep Joe Judge, then you, 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 the GM is going to want to bring his own guy in. You understand? That's the problem. That Right there, that's, that's the whole situation. My feeling is that you go to an organization like the Packers. You go to an organization like the Ravens. You go and you bring an assistant general manager. You go out and you say... Who is out there that makes the decisions on drafting? Who does all the scouting? Who makes the reports? And you bring in a guy who has a reputation for for a winning organization. That's what I would do. That's what other organizations do. They bring in guys from other winning organizations. I mean, honestly, that's what the Jets really did. They brought in a guy like Robert Sala, who had a track record of being a very fine off, a defensive coordinator. And that's why they brought him in. Granted, he's a young coach. He's his first year. But that's what they did. They tried to bring somebody in from a winning organization that had a good reputation. But that's what the 
Giants need to do? They need to go out to, say, Green Bay or one of the organizations that's a winning organization and bring an assistant GM, a guy with a track. That's what the Jets did with Joe Douglas. Now, I got, a, okay. now I got a question yeah. for you, Coach. Now I got a question for you. All right. You got a quarterback who's got a damaged, a damaged uh, neck. You know, neck right now. And I think, personally, I don't know if it's been discussed, but I think the actual uh, injury happened. What'd you say, Rob? Do we lose Rob? I mean, that, that, oh, there he that is. head was was like head on, no, helmet on helmet over there, and and I think it all started from that. That was really the the, the, the predecessor to the secondary injury. Pretty so much. I really think this is this is like a compounded type of a thing. One thing I do know, okay, yeah. being the doctor, I <laughs> see things on a medical level that sometimes people don't see. Of I can look at a play like. When Shepard tore his Achilles, I knew in one second. I know you said it's Achilles. Yeah. I know you said it's and, Achilles. And I knew right away that, that, that it ha- I mean, listen, it wasn't that hard to see. I mean, the guy, he took two steps and he went down like bang, you know, yeah. hit the ground. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So, you know, you could see that. But, listen, how it happened, I got my thoughts on that. I think these, these, these non-contact injuries have to do with the turf. I think Giants, the, the MetLife Stadium is it's awful. It's, it's awful, awful, awful. It's not real grass, by the way. But my my thought is this: You're gonna have, so now you got Daniel Jones, who's damaged damaged goods right now. Plus right. He's, you know he's been so inconsistent. Have you this watched Have Thomas you watched Thomas. films of Kenny? Have you watched films of Kenny Pickett? By the way, I watched films the other day of him. So I I, I want Pickett. I want them to. Here's my thought. Yeah. Draft if you can get Pickett. Draft Pickett. Keep Jones. Let Pickett sit and learn. Now from Jones. Jones <laughs> Talk about the blind leading the blind. Well, I can't say Kenny. I can't call him blind, but it's a blind man. I mean, all right, go on. Let's let's hear this. No, no, I, my thought is this. It, yeah. Because, you know, Daniel Jones is cheap right now. Meaning he's right, correct. The contract is a rookie. Okay? Right. So, you know, you might as well give him another shot. But have someone waiting in the wings. You then take one of the draft picks, the, uh, the Bears draft picks, whichever one it is, and you trade down, pick up a couple more picks. And Good then point. you go for the edge rusher, or you go for, or if you see someone out there to grab, you grab. Here's what I believe in, in drafting, and this is what the cookie cutters don't. Cookie cutters, the, the doctor <laughs> will say, what you have to do is take the best available player on the board. Right. That's what you do. You take the best available player on the board, and that's something you don't see anymore, Robbie. You, these guys, they go and get. I mean, gentlemen, they ridiculous picks. But that's what I would do. You're going to have to, I guess you have to kind of keep Jones at this point. Well, of course you're going to keep him because you don't have to pay him. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I, I like him. I just have to see how he, you know how he does. I mean, I like him. He's moving up as far as the draft. He's moving up. He's getting better. I like. I watch films of him. I like his arm. I like his release. I like his accuracy. But like you said, he plays at Pitt. We'll see. You know, I mean, obviously Dan Marino did too. But I mean, it doesn't really matter where you play. I like him. I, I like him. I like him. So we'll see. I mean, would I take him? Yeah, I might want to take him because I'm telling you, Daniel Jones is damaged goods. I don't like Daniel Jones. I'm sorry. I've seen enough of him. Anyway, I got about thirty seconds. So uh, finish your thought, Robbie. I will just tell you this. Number one, I'm to finish my thoughts this. The doctor of sports and the coach from Lennox, Robbie from Lennox, <laughs> should be the next in, the next talk show host that take over <laughs> as a combination team anywhere in the country. We could be the hottest talk show host around because we know one thing we do know 
We know sports. Cool, man. I got to run, buddy. All right, pal. All right, lots of love. And we'll pick this up next week, pal. You got it, pal. All right. right. Sounds great. Thanks, Rob. All right, Dr. Rob Freed, the doctor checking in right there, WTBR right here. All right, we got about half, half, half a minute left. So anyway, everybody, thanks for tuning in. And uh, don't forget to uh, make sure that you do go and uh, do your um, vaccinations, all right? Take care, everybody. It was a fast hour. We'll see you next week right here. Same bad time, same bad channel right here on WTBR Sports Talk. For now, Robbie's Zucker saying so long. We'll see you next week.